back of my hand and my wrist today kind of thing it's like it's like almost two different things right i don't know hopefully they hopefully they can help me figure this thing out man because i need to work yeah you do and i need to ride you need to build america so you can ride i might have to change my throttle to my left side <laughs> i will take you for rides around the block in your harley throttle you and bad, clutch okay? throttle and clutch on the left <laughs> and i'm gonna put the i'm gonna hook up the front brake to the rear brake but only, just tape your hand on so the it'll handlebar. be like a 60 40 pressure on the brakes when i step on it <laughs> moto guzzi does that where they control one front disc and the back disc with uh the, the rear with uh the right foot and then you're what you're your hand control controls one of the discs in the front and then honda copied it for a while then i don't know what happened to it they're doing all kinds of weird shit with gold wings with that shit uh you know hey whatever works the only thing is sometimes you do want the back brake without the front brake like when you're making tight turns when i was a ford mechanic i used to work on the uh the cabs all right so like uh ford would use the taxi cabs in san francisco to uh as a whatchamacallit like this was like their testing ground yeah this was their testing ground so they uh so we put it we put a rear end in it and send the old one back to them and then like a month later the same car would come back and we'd send them send them the rear end and they'd check it all out and pull it apart and do all their science on it whatever they do um so but the but the crown vix the steel those old uh cabs they were a trip man so it was like that's when they first started putting a rear disc on on cars oh nice so to figure out the emergency brake on a rear disc is completely different than than a drum right with a drum you got a you got a manual cable that goes to it and a hydraulic setup so manually you hit it and bam you're good yeah but to to make a manual clamping action for the for the disc you're not going to get enough pressure on it right you need you need the hydraulic pressure to really squeeze that fucker so they actually were the rotor was basically like a regular rotor but the inside of it where where it mounted to oh, the a uh, tiny little drum inside. was a little drum inside yeah, yeah. and that my was explorer the, had that and that was the e-brake yep they put on your explorer the 95 we had yeah i That's suppose goofy dude the 05 we have too i never saw it on explorer i saw it on those that's a trip hmm. I never saw a rear disc on an Explorer it worked so I never used uh, it works alright man I never used it in an emergency situation but you it held in hey, parking lots and you shit you never have to change those shoes yeah you should never touch it right <laughs> they clamp and that's it you never fucking you don't need, hell they barely go out of adjustment <laughs> <laughs> pretty much they get clamped every night and that's I it I thought it was a cool setup I mean it's a small drum so it doesn't have the, the force I guess it's not really an emergency brake because you're not really it wouldn't be much braking power, that's for right. sure. So now the new ones they got, it actually it's got a ratcheting action on the uh, on the uh, what call it on the piston. Oh, really? They're the ones that I messed with. Yeah. So you had to have a special tool to compress the piston when you change the brakes. Really? Because it had to rotate as it went in. It actually was like almost like on a. Huh. Uh, it was almost like threaded, and that's how it locked itself when when they did the e-brake. I guess it used those gears to kind of really clamp it down somehow or something. I don't know. Wow the shit they come up with should have done like they did with the banshee just put a little button on the clutch and you push it down and lock that shit nothing has a clutch anymore (laughs) it's a rare animal well george that time has come it has come another successful ftw show thanks for tuning in tonight that felt like the longest show ever (laughs) (laughs) whatever wild bill stops by it seems like a long Actually, a lot of fun. Thanks for stopping in, Wild Bill and uh, uh, Little Wild Bill Jr. Yeah. Always a lot of fun. George, good to see you tonight. Yeah, good to see you too, man. It's good.
good talking, good chatting. Heck yeah. We got to figure out. So you're you're taking off for the holidays, right? I am a week from Saturday. So either I'll be here by myself on Christmas. After that, on or Christmas, I will be back right. for Christmas New Year's Monday, Day. Yeah. I will be back for New Year's Day. Huh. So figure it out from there. Are you actually going to be here on Christmas know. by yourself? We might just do a farewell. We might just say, "Hey, we're taking a week off." I, it's that'd be okay to do. You know, so we don't have Tiny to Tim took a day off, didn't he? So do we have to pay it full for the month then, or are we good? <laughs> yeah. Let's just make it seventy-five potatoes. Hey, oh, hey, yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, it was good talking with you. Cool, right on, George. Always a lot of fun, brother. You can check us out at uh, Forever Two Wheels on Facebook. Get in touch with us for anything and everything. Wow, man, I keep forgetting to pause the music before I fucking go nine. <laughs> it was pretty tasty. Hi, yeah, yeah, I know, man. Fresh from the mission is Jorge. That's Parliament, bitches. I don't know how the fuck I did that right there, man. It was kind of catchy. Oh, it's a good tune. Cool. Right on, George. Hey, right on. You guys have a good week. We'll see you next week. Forever two wheels. Good night.
And now for something completely different. Hey! December 11th. What's happening, George? We're back. Yes, we are. Damn, I was falling asleep and then I played that song, and that song gets me going, man. Every freaking time. I love that tune. Dude, I could be dead. I think that song would wake me up. What's up with you, brother? How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Life is good. No complaints, you know? No complaints, huh? Well, I'm sure I can find something, but why, right? Sure you will. (laughs) How about yourself, George? How's life? Uh, Things are all right. I... uh... It's, it was one of those days, man. I, uh, so last night I was, uh, I was farting around around the house, and I went to light a cigarette. My, left, my right thumb felt kind of funky, man. I was like, yeah, what the fuck? Actually, that was probably around 4 o'clock-ish, something like that. So like by 6, 7, it was just super sore. I couldn't even light a lighter with it, man. Really? Yeah, it was just, but it was just my thumb, right? And I was like, all right, well, cool. You know, I wrapped it. I was walking around with something on it for probably uh, till about 10, 10.30 when I went to bed. And I, uh, I woke up this morning and my my whole hand was kind of sore. I was like, ah, what the fuck, you know? That I couldn't make a full fist. And then, uh, Were you it was hit somebody or what? it was my first day on the job, man. You know, so I like show up and I'm I'm doing the paperwork, filling out all the paperwork. My hand is fucking killing me. Oh, the new and guy. And it's like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'm gonna come in with excuses, like, oh, I'm, I my hand's hurt. Anything you know? so to leave I was like, early. Ah, man, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> So I'm not that like guy, you know, and I, I didn't try to burn him. When I picked up the call on Friday, I was in fucking perfect health, man. So I was uh, I was excited about the job. You know, I got out there and I saw one of your old buddies out there, you know, our old friend, Seabone. And he, uh, <laughs> let's just call him Seabone. That's right. He has been on the show, so we can't use his real name. I don't want to use his real name, man. It wouldn't be fair. <laughs> he doesn't like to use protect, his real name. Protect the innocent. <laughs> so, uh, so I was like jacked about it, you know, and fucking I'm filling out the paperwork with my hands throbbing. I'm like, nah, just, you know, I'll get in there. I'll be fine, man. It'll be okay. You know, it just felt like I pulled a tendon or something. You know, but now it's spreading to like my wrist and shit. Hmm. By fucking like just after break, man, I my hand was just throbbing. I was just hurting like hell. I couldn't put weight on it. I can't fucking bend it. It's just throbbing constantly. So that's all I'm feeling is pain. So I uh, 
I made it to lunch. I went to lunch, and I had a safety meeting I had to deal with after that, or, you know, orientation meeting for the job site. Yep. And then uh, I told him what was going on, man. He's like, you want to use my phone to make an appointment? And I called up, and I got an appointment for 340, and he was like, dude, why don't you just get out of here now? Dude is cool as hell, man. I just met the guy today, and he's, like, fucking solid as hell. And I told him, hey, man, I'm not trying to burn you here. You know, I'm just, I came out to work, and that's what I plan to do. I don't want to fucking give you 90%. You need, you know, I have to do 110 here, baby. Maybe 115. You never know. Well, compared to who? It's someday 75%. It's all relative. It's all relative. <laughs> it's got to balance out. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, you would hope, huh? <laughs> it, so, yeah, it'll so, happen. Maybe. So, yeah, I'm working for that new electric company, Design Electric, and the uh, GF out there. Let's call him TL. TL? Tenderloin? Not old no. Tenderloin. That son of a gun. No, nah, he was just good to me, man. Right off the bat. It's like, right fucking on. It's, you know, it's just kind of old school, and you don't see it so much anymore. And it's just, it was nice, man. That's cool. So, I, I really want to get back to health and get this thing straightened out. So, the hospital basically. They sent me to. Uh, they said it could be arthritis or it could be uh, the onset of shingles. Ooh, they X-rayed it. They didn't find any breaks, but I'm still leaning that way, man. Just the way this thing feels, it didn't swell up right off the bat, man. I don't know why it moved from my thumb to my wrist. I don't know if I smacked it while I was sleeping. I don't know what the fuck, man. Hmm. I'm a wild sleeper, man. Apparently, Jesus, I have oh, no idea. You have no clue. <laughs> that's you why. I don't, that's why I don't sleep at people's houses, man. <coughs> I wreck shit. Really. Oh, yeah. Plus the snoring. Oh. Yeah, I could see that. You have some... Oh, dude, I'm a window rattler. <laughs> I <laughs> I swear to that. God. I get that point of resonance. Boom. You know, it's funny you're mentioning that because I saw something on the internet today about this lady that I went driving and motorbiking in my sleep. And she had a landlady that motor was Motorboating like, or motorbiking? Motorbiking. Okay. It's England, UK or whatever. She moved from Canada to the UK. She's hanging out. Her landlady's like, so where'd you go last night? She's like, what are you talking about? She goes, well, you uh, went out and rode your motorcycle and came back and parked it exactly where you left it. And I put my helmet. Oh, yeah. You went plunking downstairs in your boots. You're all set to go. And off you went. You're back in 20 minutes. And apparently... She so they locked up her motorcycle keys and then she took a drive in her car <laughs> this lady's leading this awesome fucking second life she has no idea about huh. maybe she's a pimp or something you know no she on that uh, they got that new sleeping stuff that drives people the people do the, all that crazy shit now oh yeah have you heard about that I heard about the lady had uh, when she she had sex with Ambien ghosts. so Ambien supposedly people are taking Ambien and they're like I heard one dude actually like went to the grocery store and bought a turkey and made a full meal Ate and went back. I mean, mashed potatoes, stuffing the works. He like did a whole Thanksgiving dinner on Ambien. Didn't even know he left the house. Really? Didn't know he got out of bed. Wow. What? What if you're a mass murderer instead of just like cooking grandiose? It meals could be happening. Time. Maybe that's the reason why they're doing it. Who knows? Wow. And what? I dreamt I ate his head. It's one <laughs> way. <laughs> that's one way to get population control because we are overpopulated, right? You're wearing a tooth necklace, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> nice pajamas, asshole. <laughs> Yeah, so supposedly Ambien's doing that to a few people, man. It's like one of the side effects is these fucking crazy fucking, uh, crazy fucking sleepwalking fucking adventures. Really? Oh, yeah. uh, it sounds like this lady was up the same thing, but she took it to the next level. Yeah. What if you were like an awesome, like, gray day motorcycle racer, and then, like, when you woke up, you were just Joe Average again? <laughs> How would you find that magic place to be, and would you be able to persevere for season after season? Huh. These are all good questions. questions. The hard-hitting questions we present at FTW just in the first five minutes. Can you believe this shit? My head's spinning. It's going to be a long two hours. Oh, I'm t- <laughs> <laughs> I get that every week, oddly enough. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that was your weekend, man. Did you do anything good? Uh, you know, I had a lot of fun with you Friday night, hanging out with the boys. Uh, that was fun, wasn't it? Those that, guys uh, are hysterical, dude. Legendary. What a bunch down so there. So you heard about all those guys beforehand. You'd I've heard of a couple. I heard about the guy that led a, a, a dirt bike race out of the Cow Palace. And then we'll call him JL. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking whole shot of the pack in blue jeans and a t-shirt, led the thing, and then tried to triple jump and overshot. Didn't undershoot. Overshot the triple, dude. <laughs> Laid it in the flat. He probably saw his buddy in the stand having a beer and thought, well, I could probably, I'm far enough ahead, I could stop for a beer and do this. Dude. <laughs> that was at the Cow Palace. <laughs> I was probably there. That's I the pro- best I part. was. I was there. Were you, really? They asked me to not smoke in there, and I could look at the blue exhaust fucking Oh, dude, that place haze was a haze fest. It hung there like 30 feet, man. It was just Fuck a fucking, yeah, it did. It was a you cloud. You looked at the kids in the audience. They all looked like they're from Martinez or something. Like, well, you ain't quite right, are you? <laughs> That Pacifica look in their hey, eyes. Hey, y'all been huffing two-stroke lately? <laughs> <laughs> hey, no smoking, mister. Put that cigarette out. Yeah. Well, are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> look at it. <laughs> you fucking cut the air with a knife. Uh, that's not proven yet. That your smoking does. Pr- it's proven that it yeah, kills people. Yeah, petroleum distillates are good for your lungs. Knock it off, pussy. Here's <laughs> 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 what ails you. Yeah, I don't even have a motorcycle show in the Bay Area anymore. Isn't that sad? You have to go to L.A. or fucking Chicago or... It's ridiculous. Seriously, have you seen a motorcycle show in the last five years here? What do you mean by motorcycle show? The, okay. Cycle World used to put on the motorcycle show. I think they still do. But they go around New York, L.A., Chicago, uh, they're probably Florida, gotcha. maybe Houston. It's, it's one of those They used to hit videos. San Francisco, and then it became San Mateo probably before 2000. And I made the trek to San Mateo many a times, but it probably died out with the recession, I'd say. Mm. I don't know. I came back in 11, and it's like, hey, where where where'd it go? <laughs> it it might have been around for a year then. I'm not sure. But anyway, it has dried up and moved on. It's probably the prices of renting the place, man. I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't. If you're not going to make enough profit on it, why would you do it? Because all the vendors that come and people like me want to go see the new bikes. Hey, I'm trying to make a living here, bud. Hey, calm down. Nothing's right. free. City bike needs to be out there, too. Nothing's free. Our friends at City Bike need to be out Maybe there. Maybe we too. should put on a motorcycle show. How about that, Steve? We'll do it here at the studio. That could be your Monday event. nights, 8 to 10. It'll be awesome. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> so I made this playlist on uh, Saturday morning. Wow. You're ahead of the curve. I was ahead of the curve. I just basically put it on play. I, I put my fucking playlist on fucking. Uh, it's not like the theme of the Jetsons. Mix the it up kind of shit. Is it? <laughs> no, and I pretty much just fucking. Uh, Here's George I Jetson. I just went whatever order my fucking random shit came up. No way. You're George Jetson. You need a dog named Astro. So there's actually one good song for you. It's not a good song for anybody else but you. <laughs> That's a stirring recommendation. Because your music taste is horrible, Steve. Thank I heard you. it and I, I was like, that. yeah, that'll, that'll make Steve happy. I will take that. My music taste is horrible. It's going to piss everybody else off. But, That's but I'm okay. happy with it. It's fine. That's fine. It's just fine. You're used to pissing people off. Real fine. Kind of a hobby, actually, at this point. You know, I started playing with some plastic dip over the weekend, man. Did you really? Yeah. Really? You make some stickers? Um, no. Like I was messing with my tools. All the tools that I that I uh, that got damaged in the fire. Uh huh. I've been cleaning those up, and a couple of like my uh, my door door panel removing tools, and uh, some of my uh, screwdrivers and that kind of shit. That pretty much that drawer got melted. Like so, some of the handles really melted up. Uh-huh. So I like fucking shaved them down a little bit, but they're still kind of fucking harsh on your hands. So I plastic dipped them. Oh, perfect. But with the spray can plastic dip. Oh, not the dip. No. no. Plastic spray, one might say. As it were. <laughs> the hell you say. 
it's kind of cool. Bitchin'. I'm kind of digging it. Yeah, because you can peel it right off and start all over again if you want, man. It comes really? off so one you can do piece. multicolored, like, it's plastic. go it's, crazy one night and acid. It peels right off and stretches right off. So I'm thinking, like, for doing bank jobs and shit, you know? <laughs> you know, you're always you're doing fucking, bank jobs. This is really important for you right? to uh, stay a step ahead of the I'm just thinking of stuff, man. Take just saying. You never know when this shit's going to come in handy. Someday you're going to be like, damn, George, where'd you do that from? How'd you know that? Wow. Because like, I've been thinking about this shit for years, man. You must pull bank jobs and stuff. This is awesome. For, for you. We'd all be dead. How'd you figure that out? <laughs> Shut up, Steve. <laughs> wow, the, the little ballet that goes on inside your head must be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm it's kind constant. of worried about you and entertained at the same time. So it never ends. You know, you haven't gone too psychotic yet. So I'm, squirrel. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of squirrel, we need to go need to go see squirrel and do, uh, see the uh, what does he call it karaoke. He does on Tuesday nights at Daily City. Squirrel. Squirrel. Come on, squirrel. The guy has a belt buckle just below his chin, works over at uh, Freeman. Mike. No, drops lights on people's heads. I call him Mike. Oh, he's so much more than a Mike. He's more of a... No, Mike from Monsters, Inc., you know, because he's got no... His legs run into his neck. Monsters, Inc. I must have missed that one. You never saw that cartoon with fucking one... He's got one big eye. It's fucking Billy Crystal's voice. Uh, I do remember the vaguely a picture of the cartoon of him. Pull it up on your phone sometime. If it was 101 Dalmatians, yeah, I've seen that 10,000 times because my kids fucking loved it, the goddamn movie. Yeah, I keep blaming on the kids. Yeah. Mom, I don't want to see it again. <laughs> shut up. We're watching 102 Dalmatians. What? It's not 102? It's 101. Oh, shit. Pongo and Perdita need you, bro. See what <laughs> Plus Cruella DeVille, man. How many Cruella DeVilles have you met in your life? It, it, sometimes you see that lady that's just an old mean hag, and it's like, oh, that's Cruella DeVille. And it just fits, bro. Not being judgmental. All right, I'm being judgmental. But kind of a monster. Yep. Kind of a monster, George. Lots of news, uh, motorcycle shit going on, uh, going on, but we'll have to get into that later. Uh, the big news. What's the big news? Bruce Brown passed away. Yeah. The guy that did the uh, On Any Sunday. We will get into that a little bit later. Uh, big loss for the community. 80 years old. Uh, San Francisco. 80, yeah. San Francisco yeah, born. Right? Bruce Down. San Francisco born. Yeah. December 1st, 1937. Just turned 80. Yep. He it's a bought the farm. Shit. Natural causes. I wonder if he was still living in the city, man. I think he was a SoCal guy. He was 37, guy. dude. He had to be here when fucking O'Neill was doing the wetsuits and all that shit, right? He was he was out there surfing before wetsuits, man. He moved to Long Beach as a child, so I don't know if it was before school started or what his story was. Hmm. Well, he missed out then, because we got the best waves in the fucking world right here. <laughs> if you say so. I, I, I'm not a great surfer, so. Dude, it's uh, from now until January through January. It's like the most oh, consistent breaks. fucking solid fucking waves. Oh, really? Oh, fucking Ocean Beach is known for it, man. Fucking, fucking delicious wave sets. Fucking huh? la- worldwide legends. Wow. So if, you can surf, if you can surf Ocean Beach, you can surf any, any wave in the world is what's been said. Well, I tried and I didn't really succeed, but it sure was a lot of fun. You got to know how to swim first. Well...
From the east with the beats that be thorough Got the solar gravitation so I'm bound to pull it I gets down like brothers are found Ducking from bullets Gun control means using both hands in my land yeah. Where it's all about the cautious living uh -huh. Migrating to a higher form of consequence Compliments A struggling that shouldn't be notable Man, every word I say should be a hip-hop quote. I'm sick of bitches shaking asses I'm sick of talking about blood Sick of Versace glasses Sick of slang Sick of half-ass award shows Sick of name-brand clothes uh -huh. Sick of R&B bitches over bullshit tracks uh -huh. Cocaine and crack uh -huh. Which bring sickness to black Sick of swole-head rappers With they sickening raps Clapping and gaps Making a whole sick world collapse The facts are getting sick And even sicker perhaps I stick a push to make a bundle To escape the synapse Man, life can get all up in your ass, baby You better work it out Now let me tell you what it's all about A skin not considered equal A meteor has more right Than my people who be wasting time Screaming who they've hated That's why the native tongues Has officially been reinstated Where we live is called the projects When the mistakes are high, you damn sure try to do 
even die for the cash But at last we be out Even though you're wanting more This issue was closed like an elevator door But soon we open once we get to the next door With the Controlling shit. That was some De La Soul, man. Stakes is high. Well, that's a tasty one. That was an alright tune, huh? Yeah. And before that was uh, past the mic. Whatever happened boys. to those guys? Did they uh, go their separate ways? De or? La Soul? Yeah. I don't know. They're probably all producers now, man. Are they like, uh, they might be giants where they're like playing down at BART stations near you? No. Uh, one of my friends saw, in fact, Seabone. Uh, <laughs> Saw one of those guys playing down at like 24th Street Bart one day. Diggity. Yeah, I hear those guys do that just to kind of keep tight, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought he was just in hard times or something. No, I've heard a few people do that. You know, just fucking tighten it up and get back out there and just kind of get back to their roots kind of thing. Oh, that's cool. Fuck. Go play in the hood. Yeah. Deal with the junkies and the freak shows at fucking 24th Street Bart. Big almost, two four. Almost as much fun as one six, baby. Deuce Quattro. <laughs> I almost got mugged there. Recently? No, it was a long time ago. The, they figured out, so in the neighborhood, I used to hand out flyers out there, and there was a pizza place right on 24th and Mission called uh, Sophia's, which is gone now, a couple doors up from the McDonald's. And the neighborhood kids figured out that we came in there every Saturday afternoon and got a slice of pizza and got paid for handing out flyers, so we had cash in hand. Uh-oh. Yeah, so we were inside getting our piece, our slice of pizza, and there's about ten of them gathered up outside. They're just like, "Come on, man, we want that cash, bro. We want that." Ah. And me and my buddy look at each other, and we're chewing on our slice. Like, this ain't gonna be good, man. Let's eat we're, ten pieces of pizza. They'll like never fourteen. These guys are all way older than us, you know. And I think, I think actually, I know a couple of them are as, as electricians now. <laughs> 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 so if I could, uh so we uh, we finished our slice and kind of looked at each other, and they were like sitting there, kind of mocking us outside. And we fucking bolted through that crowd and and bolted right into traffic in fucking Mission Street. They, really? They, they weren't as crazy as us, so we made it across the street and got on Bart and got the fuck out of there. If you could dodge a wrench, you can dodge a thief. <laughs> Sorry. Did you see Dodgeball? It was just on the other day. I got it on fucking DVD, actually Blu-ray. So you managed to dodge a thief and dodge a wrench and dodge traffic on Mission Street. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably before the red lanes, huh? Oh, yeah, way before. Those red lanes fucked up Mission This was like uh, 35 years ago. Holy shit, you're old. I'm only like 27 and a half and shit. Jesus. What am I doing with hanging out with old people like you? I was two. <laughs> uh, I was one and a half? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. The good old days, yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> Back when you got paid cash for a job. Oh, those are the best. So, yeah. So, I've, uh, I mean, there, there's been a few fucking people that have uh, supposedly done that. Just, like, gone to train stations and bus stations and that kind of shit and just fucking sit out there and just open up their fucking their guitar case and throw some licks out and see what happens, man. Hmm. Make a few bucks and get the fuck out of there. Well, I've never seen 
Jimmy Page or Eddie Van Halen do it, but I suppose it happens. Just because you said so, George. <laughs> they might be giants. <laughs> they might not be giants. You never Enough know. Enough said, right? <laughs> that is pretty badass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cool shit, man. Very good. So, times. yeah, I played with Plastic Dip this weekend, worked on the bikes, still haven't got the Cowie going. I gotta unbury it. It's a problem, man. It's buried in the back of the fucking garage, and every time I start moving shit, I start working on something else. Mm. Mm. The multiple project garage monsters. And then I start looking up shit on fucking YouTube and fucking Google, and then I'm lost for fucking four hours, man. It's like, <laughs> it's 7.30, it's time to go to your show. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to figure out information. So I'm like, cause, so now I've got like three bikes. I've got a total of 10 carburetors i got to fucking clean out. And one of them, when I pulled the tank, it was all green, so I know that's all lacquered up. Ooh. So I'm looking into maybe buying a ultrasonic cleaner. That would be cool. I'd come over and play with that. Fuck, I'd clean carburetors for you. Yeah, well. For free. I'd be charging people. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got to pay for that ultrasonic cleaner, man. I will so totally pay you Tuesday, bro. So for a decent industrial style, I'm talking right now, they're on sale. I get 66% off. I'm still talking like six, 700 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's a little cheaper to get the old carb dip thing. Or do they still sell those? Yeah, you can still get that uh, <clears throat> Barrowman's carb dip. Yep. Um, but that's just like a little one-gallon can. Yeah, and it had the old tray. It lowered this the thing in there. magically came out a day later. It was all yeah. ready to be cleaned up. You've got to tear down all the parts and make sure you don't have gaskets when you do that. Oh, yeah. No O-rings. Very O-ring unfriendly. Not well, the ultrasonic, you can actually uh, just fill it with water. And put the carb in there and it'll break it loose, man. No, I want top fuel in there, dude. I want to see a fire. It's going to be awesome. I was thinking I might just take some like uh, some injector cleaner and just fill it with that. Because that should eat all the shit up too, right? Seems like. But see, now I'm getting ahead of myself because I haven't bought the fucking thing yet. You should probably start with water <laughs> since that's what they recommend, you know? Yeah, see how just it works saying. out. You know? But yeah, I've seen a few things come out of that thing. It's like, God damn, that would be so fucking nice. Just fucking drop your parts in there and boom. They're like brands making new 10 minutes later. That is the shit. That's something else. Man. That's the ultimate dream. It's the world we live in, baby. It's just getting easier. It's just, easier, uh, easier. Some of them have dual transducers. Some of them have heat. Some don't. Some have fucking... You know, the old dual transducers. Oh, I thought they'd done away with those. That's fucking crazy. You're fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's crazy is Harley Davidson. Uh, they're going to post the largest contingency package in AFT history for 2018. Potential of $562,500. But you must be a competitor on an XG750R. The Harley that didn't do too well last year versus the Indians. So I don't know how far it's going to go. But I mean, if you finish in first place, 10 Gs. Second place, 8 Gs. Third place, 6 Gs. Fourth place, 2. And it goes down there to 10th place where you get $250. But... Uh, Daytona TT kicks off uh, what the AFT 28 season March 15th. Tickets are only 29 bucks, George. If you want to go, where's that? Uh, Florida, Daytona, Florida. Shut up. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great time though? All those fucking people from the north, all snowbirded out, and all fucking. And here come the California guys. Hi, we're the FTW show. Get hey, out hey, get out! Watch out. <laughs> That's my seat. See, I have FTW on the hat. It's mine. Me. Me first. <laughs> 
but yeah, five hundred sixty-two thousand dollars for a bike that didn't do well. So uh, they're kind of hedging so their bets. Gonna, they're going to give you half a million dollars just to ride the thing through the season, or you got to win first place and go all. Oh, you'd have to. You wouldn't make that much money. That's the potential for first place to tenth place. Everybody placing that well on a Harley XG, which the first three are probably going to be Indians and maybe a Cowie up there because they kick ass. Wow, that was interesting. Yeah, uh, flashing lights. Flashing lights. I know. Shiny objects get me, too. It's crazy. You see that squirrel the other day? <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> yeah, it drives me nuts, man. When I go to the bar and the TV's on, there'll be all kinds of shit that I don't like, like sports and fucking... <laughs> and you're still looking. And I can't take my fucking eyes off the fucking thing, man. It's ridiculous. And you hate sports. And my eyes are glazed over. All I'm seeing is flashing lights. I'm not <coughs> even paying attention to what's going on on it. I just see fucking bright colors fucking swirling around and shit, and I'm on it. <laughs> Hunter, you are made for Vegas, bro. No, I'm not. Yes, staggering through the casino, spending money. You are th- th- spending money, dream. my ass, dude. You're I don't dream. I'm not a gambler. Neither am I. I'm terrible at it. Um, last time I was in Vegas, I actually uh, took mushrooms and just walked up and down the strip. Oh, that's a good one. That's the way to do it, baby. Yeah, it is. That was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Vegas. Oh, really? Uh, you know, it's actually not my favorite town either. I would rather be out riding my dirt bike and then, you know, go out for a couple of drinks that night, you know, maybe a show or something like that. But beyond that, eh, probably worst place. Little dog's angry. Well, she is angry. Hey! Hey, there's somebody outside. No wonder she's barking, oh. man. <laughs> Any, anybody we know? It looks like uh, Wild Bill and the boy, huh? What is that? How are you, Bill? Hey, what's up? What's up, man? Oh, man, a cooler beer. Hey, who's that guy? Yeah, look at this guy. Holy Toledo. Who the fuck? Hey, can you cuss on air? Fuck yeah, you broke it. No, it's already broken. I think I got arthritis or something, man. My hand's not working. You need a chair? Grab a chair, man. Welcome. What? Does this thing work? Hello, hello, hello. Oh, it's on. We have special guests. Okay. It's Wild Bill. I got them all racked up. What about the boy? And Wild Wyatt. <laughs> Wild Wyatt's name? in the house. He's uh, 18 and a half, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a ticket. He has a vape pen, he told me. He's more like Sky Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> Air, it's catching up to you, George. Air Wyatt. And you're what, 17 now? How old are you? 14. 15. About to be 15. Oh, you're that's gonna, right. You're not going to make it. You keep growing, motherfucker. Twelve twenty-seven, sir. I got issues with tall people. Oh, you do? I do. Uh, a little man's complex. Yeah, yeah, you do. I really want to suck him in the mouth right now. <laughs> He's almost as tall as you, bro. <laughs> it's a good thing he isn't taller than me. Yeah, right? That's He's going to be. Yeah, well, yeah. be ready for it, buddy. He <laughs> <laughs> should be 18 by then, too. It'll be legal and everything. <laughs> you want a mic, big guy? Cool, man. <laughs> wow. Cool, man. He's not even <laughs> talking shit back, man. Wow. <laughs> That's all right. Save it up for later, man. I got you. <laughs> See what happens doing? when you're not around for a while. You're about to be prehistoric when I'm 18. <laughs> Too bad he didn't have a mic. Break like peanut butter brittle. <laughs> I believe the term was prehistoric, George was referred to. Oh, crumble. Oh, it's on. Oh, just got oh. caught up by a 15 year old Donkey Kong. All right, I'm just waiting we four years. We got a stage and everything. Wait, three, years. Years. three years. Three years. <laughs> All right, once that ID says 18. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Three more years. Get all that skateboarding asshole. in next. You're gonna be walking too good after this. <laughs> <laughs> Crumble. Crumble, really. Yeah. Peter Brittle is it. Shatter. <laughs> right through the window. Right there. Pow. You can smoke that shit shatter, I think. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> he does who's well, going share, doesn't he? Oh, I share. <laughs> yeah, he does. Thanks, bro. Let's look at that. So, what do you do with this? Jack Herrera. What's this? Oh, you just hit it? No, first you got to pray to it. <laughs> oh, Jack. Oh, Jack. I love you so. Thank you for the fucking kindness that you gave us. <laughs> How you doing, Bill? What's going on with you, man? Nice hat. Nothing. I just got off uh, working, uh, pulling points out at the Cow Pals, 100 oh. feet in the air. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That's all right, huh? Yeah, it was really cool, actually. Got to go up and. Uh, Go on the roof of the cow palace and then climb back down from the roof into the fucking steel. Ugh. You got you got to go to the roof to get on the steel. Yeah, you go. Um, so the back of the house, the back of the cow palace, where the flag is. Yeah. Um, you go up the stairs and then on the uh, stage right side, you uh, go up. Stage right being this side, and the back of the stage being Geneva. Be, the ba- that that would be stage right is Geneva. Stage oh. left would be the hill, and then stage upstage would be um, Bayshore. Backstage is where we used to sneak in, man. Yeah, just to pop the door right there. Upstage. Yeah. 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 Downstage is towards the audience. Good stuff. Yeah. You high tech showbiz guys. Wow. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> towards the audience sounds better to me. The- theater. Theater talk. Yeah. I'm learning theater talk. You're a theater queer now. Huh? No, actually, I, you know, Machowski brought me. Uh, <laughs> I am actually. I uh, went into uh, the Baby Marines bag. Memorial with uh, Machowski, dude. It was kind of fun. He did uh, did some work there at the theater. Been in two theaters How's now. What's Machowski doing? Is he, is he doing really game? good? They're getting uh, ready to have a baby. Yeah. Really close now. They're going to hold off to the 27th so he can fucking kick fucking Wyatt's ass too? Yeah. I'm going to drag that kid with me. Wyatt's <laughs> 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 a little birthday present. I mean, w- Happy 18th, little- motherfucker. <laughs> Get a little three-year-old to kick you in the neck. You <laughs> George, you bring see a three-year-old to See how that feels. <laughs> <laughs> he just turned three too, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Kick him again. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, no, everybody's doing good in this world, I guess, right now. What's going on with Cow Palace that you're uh, working out there? Uh, it is a tech. They're teching a show that's going to Vegas. So um, they can't get into Vegas because of other shows going on. So they're teching it. They built the entire stage here at the Cow to um, so they can do all the rehearsals here before they go to Vegas. So, and I can't tell you the show. At the cow. Yeah. That's what we used to call the holy cow. You the holy cow was out, out yeah, in the abs. I know. No, yeah. it wasn't. It was on fucking uh, 11th and Folsom. Oh, yeah, that is the holy yeah, cow. The that is the, it's still the holy cow, I still believe. the holy cow, yeah. Yeah. So uh, when you say the cow, I'm thinking like 11th and Folsom. I'm thinking Soma. Yeah, no, the cow, the cow palace. You and your theater talk. No, it's always been called the cow. No, it hasn't. Yeah, it's always been cow. No, it has. <laughs> I mean, it's sad that they don't push the... Uh, the uh, the rodeo. Remember back in the day when we were kids, Dude. they used to push all the fucking oh, yeah. up Geneva. The cattle, yeah, and and then uh, not anymore, man. Barnum and Bailey, which is gone now, yeah. uh, we lost them this year. Um, they used to push all the elephants up Geneva, also, yeah. and you know that all went away. Yeah, the world's changed, man. Dude, I drove into Petrero Hill, so I got this job today. I start, I'm right next to the Anchor Steam Brewery. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, great, it's going to be plenty of parking. I'm across from Jackson nope, there's Park no parking. right there. Dude, 
dude, everything's on construction down there, man. Yeah. Everything's a big hole in the ground, or it's fucking like thirty stories high and it's fire. Not thirty, you know, six, eight. That's yeah. the maximum. No, it's changed, man. It's wow. disgusting. The I was city not- is ruined. And of course, over there, everything's Monday street cleaning. So I spent 45 minutes driving around that motherfucker looking. See, you're late for work. I ended up parking in a four-hour parking spot. Yeah. Um, no, I got there two minutes off. I was going to be there like an hour early just so I get a feel for the place, you know. And didn't work out. Didn't work out, huh? Nah, it never does. <laughs> so you with the cow pals tomorrow? No, I go back the 21st to tear it out. Mm-hmm. 21st, 22nd. I was going to say, Sal, there's a lot of steel in the air, dude. Sal's going to be barbecuing tomorrow. Oh, I'm doing nothing. I'm going to Sal's barbecue tomorrow. I might be there with you. Oh, far out. Oh, you're going to get laid off already? No, I got to fucking, uh, I'm waiting for, to hear from the doctors at 8.30 tomorrow. I got to call them. My hand's fucked up right now. Did you do it at work? No. I woke up like that this morning. I was fine Friday. Last night, my thumb started fucking with me. This morning, I couldn't make a fist. Now my hand. So how are you jerking off? Um, I'm using my left foot. Nice. Good, yeah. good, good. I just stand on steel it. Steel in the air? I just stand that's on it, rub my heel shit around. Ton of light steel. Well, that's just steel. All the steel there. <laughs> Where's your skateboard at, skater Look boy? Look at all that steel. Is that crazy, dude? Look at the, the cables. House, How the hell did you get anybody was wondering. around? <laughs> dude, when I looked at the video wall, the whole, the whole fucking ceiling shook. We were standing on top of this. We were up on the roof. We felt the whole Oakland? How many skateboards really? you got right now? What, a couple of tons or what? It's, it's the self-adjusting. Uh, how many? How many boards wow. are you? Uh, I mean, what do you think for weight? <laughs> a couple tons or what? Uh, yeah, easy. Oh, I pressed the button. Uh, third one in, I think. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. See all that steel in the air? That's what the cow house looks like with the lights on, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yep. <laughs> I've never seen it lit up like that. Man. You never? You never went to the hockey games? They were all during the, at night. Yeah. No, they had the lights on though. Yeah, that's right, huh? I remember that, man. I was out there for, uh, who's the last crew out there? It was the Bulls. Yeah, the Bulls. Dude, the Bulls. hanging out at the bar was at the end, but behind the fucking, uh, behind the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, upsta- yeah, 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 exactly. It was fun, White and I used to go to the Bulls games. Yeah. Our buddy had time, uh, seats on the glass there. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I was kind of sad they went. Yeah, well, we'd seen we've seen a lot of fights. Did you smack the glass though? A couple times, yeah. yeah got to when they come by. Why, why, there was couple, I remember uh, one time Wyatt uh, was trying to get the guys to fight. Remember that? Oh, yeah. So hit him, hit him. <laughs> Y'all do a little like that funnel hole. <laughs> he told me to. <laughs> I'm Little Wild Bill, trust me. Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> goofy kid with the skateboard told me to hit him. Yeah, right? <laughs> this isn't a baseball game, Wyatt. Yeah. <laughs> they brought, his, brought his baseball glove and a skateboard. <laughs> they straight up encourage it. Yeah, that's what I saw that. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy, man. Lots so of steel in the air. How many of you guys out there, Regan? Oh, God, there was... Uh, it's all catwalks? It was 12 riggers the first day, and then six of us went up the second day, and there was a lot of sitting around. It was, but then they, yeah, we had to crawl and do a few points and do but some But you're checking it, right? So they're, they're kind of working out the bugs right now. That's what yeah. Um, you know, yeah, basically, you know, they're like, oh, we need to hang one more speaker set. Right. The designer comes in and is like, ah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, um, and then one of the, the the technical director is someone that I've worked with a lot. Uh, does a lot of work for F and Tech for the big big shows. I'm sure you've worked with him, David. Um, he, like he's the man. He's like this guru. I don't. He's really soft spoken, but I I just I, I don't know how he does it, dude. Like I I don't get what his job is because like he's just so soft spoken and it just all happens. 
Like me, I'm like, hey, fuck face, get over there, you gotta get this fucking shit in the air, fucking run. Sounds, sounds like he's in a prior planning. Yeah, he's, he's got it all figured out. He's got it all figured out. Weeks ahead of time. Yeah. He comes in, just looks over his notes first, boom. Second, boom. Yeah. Third. And he doesn't get razzled. You can't. Why would you? You got it all figured out. Yeah. I did a show with him down in San Jose in the beginning of the year, and uh, we didn't get done in enough time. And it's 7 a.m. We were supposed to be done at 3 a.m. And uh, he just looks at me. He goes, I need you out of the building right now. Fair enough, David. Had to get out of the building. We weren't even done. I was pissed. Wow. He was so nice about it. I was nice to my crew. (laughs) Good job, you asshole. You fucking idiots. (laughs) Fuck (laughs) this. No, Wance is coming in. He's yelling at me. (laughs) I didn't get yelled at, but. I'm gonna just, get to merits. You got Do that you look of that disappointed look. You got oh, that. Didn't yeah, you? no. Yeah. You know what? No, I wasn't running that Steve's, one. So it wasn't Steve's on used me. To it. <laughs> that was Daily. on you, Naki. You fucking constant idiot. source of disappointment, Steve. <laughs> Consistency, though. Yeah, you got that going. That's for the key you. to that. Yeah, he does. That's a little disappointing too. I'd expect you to change it up a little. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Wouldn't be me. Come on. Nothing but nice stuff. Hey, I made it. I wrote. A, I wrote a song for you. Like, you wrote a song. Like a, here, here, go. No, I, uh, when, I made the, when I made the playlist, I, I could do. I just want to keep from crying. When I made the playlist, I put everything on shuffle, and uh, and I just that's on it. That's on it. That's on it. That just everything went in a row, just like that. So that's the lineup we got tonight. All right, far out. What do we got next? Steve's favorite song. Oh, good song. Good choice. <laughs>
Cheers, hey, it's great to see you too, man. Great to see you, Wyatt. Right up, you skinny fucker. Eat sandwich, huh? 
<laughs> Watch yourself on the beauty buses, kid. That's right. What'd you call him? Brittle? You Crumble. Crumble. Oh. Yeah, his nickname. Later, Peter Brittle. Yeah, whatever, toothpick. <laughs> See you later, old man. Uh, little and big toothpick. Isn't that nice? <laughs> that was a nice little surprise, huh? That was. Borderline shock. Uh, yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah, good times. Very First, good time. I haven't seen White in a long time. Man, that kid got big. Fuck that kid. Dude, last time I saw him, he walked up to me at Glen Park Park. I was like, wait, where'd this kid come from? Holy shit, you're getting big. Right? Yep. Hey, that's Bill's quiet vehicle. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, I rode his KLR, and I got busted for pulling a wheelie next to uh, Moscone West one day when we traded vehicles. And, uh, man, that bike was loud. And I pulled a wheelie when I saw a 510er I knew. And uh, uh, there happened to be Whoop. an off-duty cop right fucking behind me. <laughs> so he just pretty much made me, like, grin and bear it for 30 or 40 minutes while we got the registration squared away. And then uh, let me go. He was off-duty? Uh, no, he was an off. He was a uh, sorry, undercover. Was an undercover cop. There you go. He was like, "You didn't see me." I'm like, "No." I was looking at my friend over there, watches MotoGP, if, if, so I did yeah. a wheelie for him. If see? you were if you were a criminal, you would have known that that was a cop behind you. This yeah, you can't spot I'm an undercover. You don't know what you're looking Jesus. for, man. <laughs> Just a happy electrician trolling along down the grounds. Dicky to do. I'm telling you. Oh man, um, my hand is fucking killing me right now. Dude, I got some good news. What's the good news? Your your buddy Jake Gagne uh, rose up from the uh, Moto America ranks. He was riding the Honda uh, with some success out there, and uh, uh, in, in the uh, Moto America Superbike. And he got invited over to World Superbike, and they just made the decision to make him permanent. So he has to do the tour uh, next year, the whole season. So Superbike's invite only, huh? Uh, yeah, well, you get hired, you know. So I don't know if he gets a million bucks or whatever, but I mean, shit, I'd do that for a hundred grand. Are you kidding? Or fifty grand? You know, fly me everywhere, put me on motorcycles, feed me, and life will be great. Yeah, you would think that's how it'd go. I'm pretty sure there's a little pressure involved there. And a helicopter from the hotel to the track every day. Yeah, yeah. and you probably get dropped like after the second race when you come in last. Again. <laughs> there's always that chance, you know. Mm. Uh, the 24 year old California tires is a. It was the tires. I push very hard. <laughs> <laughs> we all push very hard today, but the tires they no go. It's not good. The tire. <laughs> uh, the popular 24 year old California uh, uh, hails from San Diego, someplace. Damn, I did not write down. My sources did not write down where he was uh, raised at, but he is a SoCal kid, so good see Jake Gagne uh, rise up. He's basically taking Dickie Hayden's spot, who passed away earlier this year, unfortunately. So uh, Bruce Bowen passed away yesterday. Uh, 80 years old. 80 years old, born in the city, uh, raised in SoCal. Uh, while visiting Japan in the late 60s, Bruce and his wife rented a Honda scooter, and he was bit by the bike bug. Uh, upon the return home, he bought a used Triumph Cub, and the rest is history. Him and his uh, surf buddies all got into it, because he did, what movie was it, George? Endless Summer, baby. Yeah, 1966. He did this documentary, totally untrained filmmaker, just went out there and did it. He's and just on a surf. He was on Surf Safari, and he just filmed it, huh? All of America by fucking storm. And then five years later, he did it with bikes. Fucking good. He hit that crazy, uh, there's a crazy wave. I think he was in Peru or something like that. So you can ride a wave out. 
and in. Really? So basically, the wave when it slaps the short, it actually just rebounds. It goes back out, and they're like riding waves. <laughs> they were riding a wave out into the lineup. It was cool, man. And they were riding waves in a river. I think they were in the Amazon or some shit. They were all over the place, man. Dude, that's a life well lived, isn't it? They were like riding the wake off a fucking uh, off a canoe with a fucking outboard motor on. <laughs> on a longboard, man, just going. Dude, it was fucking yeah, great. That's a great flick, man. Yeah. So the, the story drive, was man. he got into uh, desert racing. And uh, he approached Steve McQueen, and he's like, hey, I want to do this motorcycle movie, and, uh, you know, you want to finance it. And Steve McQueen just laughed at him. He goes, okay, you're not going to be in the movie. So the next day, Steve McQueen called him up, and he's like, yeah, we can do this. <laughs> and the rest is history. It was still a small budget. I mean, where was the thing I saw? Uh, budget was small, and he had to use 24-volt batteries and a 12-volt 12 12 camera producing a makeshift high-speed camera. Uh, he also so used... <laughs> Isn't that fucking great? Eighteen's not enough. Let's go twenty-four. You can only do that for a quick second, though. Don't go too long. No. Don't go too crazy. Don't go. Don't, don't We're do off that. the charge a little bit. Uh, he also used helmet-mounted cameras. Uh, if not the pioneer, he was very early on the idea. Uh, you look at the thing, and it's like, oh my god, they had to put another one on the other side because it was so fucking heavy. <laughs> they yeah. had to have the stereo, so you had to have like what twenty pounds on your head, and a noggin weighs what fifteen pounds. What's, what's Super Eighters or sixteen millimeter? camera away man i mean the super eights are only like three or four pounds maybe they're just a big hunky brick looking thing you know oh, yeah i don't know dude when i did afm racing there was a dude that raced actually i think he became a magazine writer but anyway this dude had a yellow ninja out there this is like 87 and uh he's out this 600 ninja and he duct taped a uh a vcr video camera on the back of his bike and he was all set to do it and it clicked off <laughs> damn it <laughs> son of uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he went on to be like a magazine writer down South College. Shit, he was a cool cut. Huh. Just another stoner kid racing bikes out of Sears Point, you know. Yeah, why not, man? Life was good and simple. Duct tape of VCR. <laughs> so endless summer and '66 on any Sunday in '71, uh, inducted into the AMA Hall of Fame in '99. He did a bunch. He did a bunch more surf movies too, man. He did Slippery When Wet. He did. Oh, did he really? Oh uh, yeah, he did like he did like six or seven surf movies. Wow, I got it. I knew what he was doing, shit. IMDB him, man. Uh, the best part is he never had any formal training in filmmaking. Uh, He's a true San Franciscan, man. Just go. Yeah. <laughs> Just do it. Slap him. Here, tape this camera to my helmet. Watch. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> so check this one out. That's my grandson, is what Mert Lawwell's grandmother-in-law shouted... <laughs> <laughs> at the theater during the scene showing Mert out there racing he was no longer the black sheep of the family at that point it took this movie coming along and Mert's like you know hiding from the family at Christmas and shit you know oh, you got the van with the motorcycle in it huh and he went and toured like the whole US doing you know flat track or whatever he's badass and uh or a legend I'll put it that way um but uh, yeah, Grandma stood up in the theater. That's my grandson. <laughs> uh, that's fucking outstanding, isn't it? Uh, Bruce also narrated his own films. Pretty cool thing to do, and he had a good voice for it. Uh, and he instilled the deep fucking uh, comment that has repeatedly came up. Damn, I really wish I'd been along on that ride. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, you yeah. look at on any Sunday. Hey, can I go ride with Steve McQueen? Oh fuck, Jesus Christ. Guys right? had way too much fun. That's a good gig. He had a good life, it sounds like. Dude, not bad. Yeah, you know? Could have done a lot worse. Eighty seems a little young to me, but hey. Yeah, you know. It's a full life. Could be a lot fuller. It's too bad, man. It's true. Eighty's oh. a good number. 
race in peace. Yeah. Hey, octogenarian, right? Yeah. By a couple weeks, but she got you by a couple weeks, yeah. Anyway, we will miss you, Bruce. Thanks for your contributions on this face of this earth. We dedicate the show to you, my friend. Got some music for us, George? Oh, you want to hear some music? <laughs> it would have rolled perfectly. I should have kind of pointed to you or something. <laughs> you know, I read my mind. I thought you still had something to say, man. That's why I was just going like... <laughs> to. Uh, Let's see how this works out.
dreams, all of which are American dreams, all of which are American dreams, all of which are American dreams. And that was Chelsea with Right to Work. Before that was uh, Know Your Enemy, right? Rage Against the Machine, featuring Maynard James Keenan. Good shit. Yeah, it's a good tune, man. Indeed. Yeah, surprising. This was this was just how it came out, man. It's like right on. That's not too bad. I'll just run with it. I just started hitting save, 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 and then uh, or I put it on this uh, playlist. And Dude, either your computer's possessed or it's got a good algorithm going. Yeah, I must be doing something right, huh? Yeah, look at the big big words. Yeah, no, I was. Ah, so you had you had a few more things to say about Bruce on the break there, man. 
Yeah, you know, you look back at motorcycling, it started, you know, turn of the century in the 1900s, and, uh, you know, Clark Gable and those guys in Hollywood, you know, eventually motorcycles became kind of the status quo for the cool guys kind of thing, and that carried over for years, right? But uh, after World War II, uh, down at Hollister, they had a big event, and uh, a bunch of bikers running around and stuff, and it wasn't that out of hand from what I've heard, but Time or Life magazine was there, and uh, they capitalized on fear, and they put beer bottles around some guy that passed out. I mean, you've probably been to an event where you passed out. I, I might have had that happen once. Uh, anyway, they put beer bottles around this guy, took pictures. And, oh, my God, it was mayhem. Uh, people are scared for their wives and daughters. And, oh, my God, it was mayhem. <laughs> and they, they started this biker image of the intimidating guy, you know, that he's lawless and he'll kill and blah, blah, blah. And then Bruce Brown came along with his movie in 71 and kind of reset the whole landscape. Hey, you know, actually, it's the people down the street that ride dirt bikes or race or whatever. It's not all, you know, guys over there brooding every night with their boys, you know, how are we going to rape and pillage this weekend kind of thing. It's like, no, there's just normal people that ride, you know? People like me and you, George. Yeah, you're normal. We... (laughs) Well, when I've got a street bike, let's be honest with that one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It kind of comes and goes, I have to be honest. But anyway, you know what I mean? It did kind of reset the button for America that they're they're not all hell's angels out there trying to tear the place down. It's not all a bunch of uh, bikers or whatever. It's, It's everybody rides bikes. Right. So, anyway, Bruce Brown, Bruce Brown contributed in a lot different, a lot of different uh, uh, areas for society, from surfing to. Well, I'm sure tying Steve McQueen into that movie had a lot helped with that too. You know, because after the Dirty Dozen or what was that? It, when he, what was that movie where he escapes on the motorcycle? Oh, uh, fuck! He just done bullet at that point. Uh, right. Great Escape. That's where he does the one the jump on the Triumph. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's supposed to be a BMW, but it's a Triumph. Yeah, it was yeah. actually his buddy, Bud Eakins, that did the jump. Right on. Yeah, Bud Eakins was bad. He gets all tangled up in the He was the one that ta- taught him how to like go desert racing and all that shit. He got Steve McQueen into desert racing. Right on. So, yeah, Bud Eakins was badass. He had a shot for fucking ever. He outlived everybody. You know, he had a big old collection of bikes when he, I think he passed away in the last 10 years, I want to say. Something like that. Huh. Uh, yeah, not a fan of the two strokes. <laughs> These old timers, they had the desert sleds, and then two strokes came along in the early, late 60s. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Jesus. Damn newfangled Japanese garbage. <laughs> and then they went out and dominated a de- decade or couple, two or three. Yeah, it was two strokes, man. Yeah, running with Steve McQueen and Bud Eakins. That'd be pretty good. That'd be right there with Clark Gable or any of the boys back then, you know? I wonder if, who else rode with Clark Gable, you know? Tyrone Power? Who are you talking about? Uh, I'm talking about famous people that <laughs> rode motorcycles, you prick. These people were famous at one time? Well, they were. <laughs> you need to go to, to film school, George. You seem so educated sometimes. You know, no, I just... You never saw Gone with the Wind. I don't... Uh, you know what? I bought... Gone with the Wind on DVD to check it out and it was two DVDs and fucking they had a fucking <laughs> it's a long fucking movie it's a long fucking movie man it is it's, it's an epic adventure not really I, I couldn't get into it man it was just fucking lame oh yeah I thought so it wasn't it's was too long it's like four and a half five hours long man yeah I got dragged into it one night with my mom but it wasn't the worst experience I'd you know I, I really went into it thinking alright this is a classic it's gonna be a good movie I wanna check it out and it just it just didn't grab me hmm 
Didn't do it for me, man. What about Star Wars? You Thank you, my dear. I don't give a damn. <laughs> what about when he goes and shoots the horse because the daughter fell off? Yeah, like I remember any of that shit. Come I don't on, remember that. Stupid movie. <laughs> Citizen Kane, another stupid one. Fuck Did all everybody these epic die? movies. No, stupid movie. <laughs> Star Wars, people died. That was a good movie. Not enough people died. Stupid. <laughs> die harder. Yeah, yeah. Kill them all. <laughs> yeah, only Mega Death did movies, right? <laughs> <laughs> Kill them all, bitches. <laughs> you will spit milk out of your nose. The show has gone off the rails. It wouldn't be milk. I'm going to sleep like a baby tonight. <laughs> I, uh, uh, yeah, toss my, a turd and wet yourself? No, my hand is fucking killing me, dude. I don't know what the fuck's going on with it. and It's really bugging me, and, and it's worrying me, man. I don't know what the fuck's up. Fuck, you might have to go on disability. I just want to work. You're just falling apart. I beat myself up when I was younger. People, you know, people told me you, you broke bones. You know, you're going to get arthritis, right? So they took the x-ray, of my, and I got a broken thumb from back in 93, 94. My thumb got mangled. Ooh. Well, not mangled, but it's still... I mean, you can see it's like still swollen. This knuckle's like fucking a, a knot compared f- to the other one, right? Fuck, that is not quite freakishly, but it is... Uh, Abby, it is Abby normal. It ain't right. Wow, <laughs> it goes sideways. Wow, look at hey, your little dog doing her little me, fucking. Let me give me I'm high fives. Your hand. Let me give me five fives. <laughs> I love my dog. We need a camera in this studio. <laughs> high five, high five. Anyway, George's thumb is like not bigger twice than, what it bigger than Willie's paw. It, it's it's odd. Oh yeah, <laughs> my Labrador would be proud to have that thumb for him. Like <laughs> Lily's paw could high five my. Bigger thumb. than your wrist. <laughs> you got issues, bro. No, I don't. I just mailed myself when I was younger, man. I was fucking. I'm a big klutz. I'm just getting used to my size now. I'm fucking 49. <laughs> You're ready for ballet. The way I oh, look. yeah, sure. Yeah, well, actually, moves, I, bro. dude, if you had this fucking size and you had to lumber around, you would. You would not be anywhere near as graceful as I am. <laughs> so you're saying I'm a lot more graceful than you. No. I appreciate that, George. No. That's, that's really I'm nice. I'm not saying that. The compliments are hard to come by from you. <laughs> yeah, take it for what it is. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, man. Uh, yeah, I just, I bump into shit all the time. I'm like, yeah, I'm just a fucking accident waiting to happen. Which isn't comforting for employers. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I tend to keep that shit to myself. I mean, you know, it's just bumping into shit. You know, you fucking get a sore elbow. You, get, you know, that shit happens to me all the fucking time, man. Smacking my head into shit because I'm fucking walking into stuff. And... It's tricky out there. It is tricky out there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should put the microphone at eye level. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> you thought I make cringe worthy radio. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> it's this. Oh, look at you playing guitar. Uh, yeah, I could do banjo to bass there, champ. Uh, so we got any races coming up anytime soon? Uh, not a whole lot. I, I, you know, January 6th, we have Supercross and Dakar. Dakar starts the same day. Uh, oh, really? Those are always a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, Dakar's great, dude. That's one of those that we go find a bar and watch it because it's only a half hour or hour show, but it is fucking great. The big trucks, oh, the shit's fucking fantastic. It's only a half hour an hour show. Yeah, they only give an update every day. You know, they don't do like a big, you know, like Isle of Man, didn't they do like an hour, hour and a half show or something, something like, like that? that yeah. uh, they give you like a, a, an update. And it's like, and here's Cyril Dupree 
out there tearing it up at the Peugeot and fuck it, he's you know dominating everybody. And then Cyril broke an axle two days later, and and uh, who was the big winner? Uh, dirt bikes. Juan Baragas was running there last year. Oh, Toby, Toby Keith. No, Toby, fuck, Australian. Fuck, he was great. He broke a leg last year, but he won a three-year before. Uh, we look Ooh. forward to a big return from him. But anyway, Dakar. If you ever watch Dakar, go dig it up on your your uh, MeTube or whatever you call that. Uh, oh, great shit. Great shit. The bikes, but, I mean, just to watch all the different classes, but you get these big old lumbering trucks that, like, uh, twist in the middle. I don't know. Articulate. Uh, Articulate. They articulate in the middle. Uh, They're going over sand dunes and through big mud washes, and they're, like, they'll be stuck. They look like uh, mammoths or something getting stuck in the mud hole. And one will come plowing through and, like, (laughs) bump another one. Uh, It's fantastic shit, dude. Yeah. It's it's the closest thing to, like, mechanical elephant racing there is, watching those things. But the dirt bikes, fucking legendary. You know, badass. Huh. KTM usually kicks ass every year. Honda puts a good effort out. Yamaha, they're all That's there, a long but, race, isn't it? Oh, dude, it goes, what, two or three weeks or two and a half weeks or something? Oh, shit. How many thousand oh, miles yeah. do they go? Fuck, it's like 5,000 miles. Really? They, oh, yeah. Peru, Argentina, and Bolivia. I think they go through every year now because they used to do Paris to car. They leave in Paris. That's what I across thought. the Strait of Gibraltar, I think that is. Um, run down to Africa, and then they'd go, you know, have fun out there. And that's where the BMW GS20 really got their their big start was uh doing yeah, that race my brother had a dakar but uh yeah they're cool as fuck but then uh they had some terrorist threats it just just got moved into africa and then one year they had to cancel and they said fuck this shit we'll go to south america and they're able to put the race on there without any problems for the last 10 or 15 years something like that and they still call it dakar yeah, well, let, you know, tradition, I guess. Man. But it's badass shit, dude. Some of the days are heavier duty than others. Uh, one year, well, there's usually a big salt flat where they have to run across. And one year it was flooded and everybody's electricals were frying. And it's salt water spraying all over your bike, right? So yeah. it's highly conductive. It's hot, more conductive than regular water. Yes. <laughs> and this should be corrosive. Yeah. Anyway, Dakar. Dakar's the shit. We should put that on our Facebook cover when that comes up. That'd be a good one. Yeah, we'll have to uh, have a little FTW meeting with the uh, minds that make all this stuff happen, you know? Yeah, tell them I said hi. <laughs> Are you boycotting the meetings now? What meetings? Uh, one of our meetings. We'll have one one of these days. I figured after the holidays, we'll have a little FTW meeting. The old FTW clubhouse. Pole is always just throwing parties there. It's really nice. <laughs> Mm. Is that Musica for tonight? That's tonight's lineup right there, yes. Far fucking out. All 19 songs. 12, 11. Hey, and there we have it. 17. So. All right, thanks. Um, far fucking out. I got a CD of tonight's music. Rock and fucking roll, man. Heck yeah. Thank you, Walgreens, for being there for me. It's good to be the king. Opportunity. Everybody uh, jump the queen. Everybody. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> How about we getting some more music here, man? Hey, you, got any, uh, you got anything you need to tell anybody about? Uh, uh, la, 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 Meteor Motorbikes in Oakland? Yeah, let's throw one Our good friends of Meteor crew. Motorbikes, Michelle and Rob. If you need any work done on your bike, give them a holler. They're in Oakland. Yeah. What's up? Heck yeah. We just saw Michelle at uh, the Dames ride a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, that was good seeing her. It's been a while, man. Yeah, she rides quick. She, she gets it. Oh, she's no joke. Yeah. She ain't playing, bro. No. Not at all. Yeah, they should put on classes, man. Those girls can ride. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. 
Seriously, I know a bunch of girls that want to get into riding, and they just don't have anybody to ride with, and they're all embarrassed about it. It's like if you have a girl, like you know, for a girl, it's perfect. Yeah. You it know? is. It, it, they, they're happy to help each other, like, get across bridges and stuff. Because that's a big step going across a bridge. If your bike breaks down, what would you do? You know? And when I first worked, it was first at motorcycles. Ghost riding is oncoming traffic. <laughs> <laughs> That'll teach them. <laughs> I never liked that bike anyway. Bail and land on the hood of the car behind me. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to somebody I worked with. And he's like, well, I just pushed it over the edge of the bridge. I went and found a call box. I was like, wow. That's, uh, that's what you have to do, right? And then I had an apprentice that crashed on the, the bay bridge like crashed on the bay bridge coming you know going to the oakland side Ugh. uh fucking scary as fuck dude yeah that yeah. makes me nervous now man when i'm on the on, i'm on that sixth street off ramp i come up on there and it's like if somebody bips me i'm going over the edge and i'm dropping for days man oh hell and yeah the chances of hitting that little stream right there <laughs> <laughs> hoping that it's high tide or he did a can down. open it was awesome it splashed for dude, days bro dude he missed that boat by a foot <laughs> So, wow, that would be a good one. You know, I, he, I think about that shit now, man. It's fucking crazy, dude. It's a crazy world out there. Fuck. There's a cat that uh, they had a shop over on Church Street in Noe Valley, and uh, he got uh, it. Well, he fell off his bike, went off an overpass like that, and it killed him. So, fuck, it does happen out there. Careful on your bridge, what? sports fans. What are you talking about? Which the dude overpass? that lived. Uh, I think my buddy's brother died like that too over at the over by this over by the school. It was about four years ago. No, this is down by um, six years ago. The Central 101 there, uh, where it comes on the freeway from Van Ness. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somewhere yeah. around there. But yeah, they had a market over there by like 29th and Church. Him and his brother. And uh, anyway, difficult to see people go through that. Yeah, that's a drag, man. Yep. 29th in church. Yep. Good old Noe Valley. My hometown. My home neighborhood. Day Street Park, baby. That's it. Lots of Day Streeters back in the day. Yeah. I did some drinking in that park. Uh, Just last week. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> drinking bottles. Being awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm waiting to get my hand fixed so I can ride my motorcycle to work, man. Because parking sucks. Fuck yeah. You know what I'm hoping? That tomorrow I wake up and it's going to be perfect. Just like today it was all fucked up when I woke up. Wouldn't that be cool? That'd be great. Just like when like you were the 10. Elves, the elves worked on my wrist while I was sleeping. Mm. Mm. Fixed it all up. <laughs> the wonderful powers of healing powers of sleep. Our friend Sleep brought to you by. Yeah, right? Again, for some reason, when I pick up a new job, so I get the dispatch, and if the job doesn't start till the next day, I can't sleep that night. Even if I've worked for that company a hundred times, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, they call me out as a foreman. I just, I can't sleep. There. So for some reason, I couldn't sleep all weekend on this one because I picked up the job on Friday and I didn't start till today. Oh, really? I mean, I got a couple hours here and there, but it wasn't like a solid good night's sleep. You know, it's like, like, Ooh, it's like I have fucking pre-work jitters or something, man. And then fucking once I get in there and sign all the paperwork, I'm good. Huh. You know? Yeah. It sounds like a relief pitcher. Jeez. Oh, I just can't get just, settled down here until this happens. That sucks. Yeah. I've had that situation before. Here's what it is. Mm. You know? Nobody said it was going to be easy. You know, they didn't. It ain't easy, man. They said there'd be some cat juggling and, you know, some other fun like that. There's but cat juggling? I saw cat so juggling. So far, I've seen no cat juggling. You didn't see any cat juggling? Not recently. Have you? You got to watch The Jerk. <laughs> Stop! I cannot watch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> watch The Jerk.
the stars Sun is coming up and something's feeling funky Old moldy corn club stuck in the mud It makes me wish for a million dollar view Spend the last long quarter on the corn club's Kool-Aid And there's nothing else I'd rather do Nothing like a bath of fire to get this deep down dirt out of me Like a bath of fire to get this deep down dirt out of me. Like a 
Hey. Hey. We are the Forever Two Wheel Show. Do you have any questions or... Uh, oh, go ahead, George. That was a little tedious, huh? <laughs> well, that's a little tricky. I was off the uh, train spotting uh, soundtrack, so that's what happened there. Ah. Uh. I, I don't even know what the name of the band is, man. You only seen that movie once, really, dude. That yep. movie. So I had a buddy that was uh, clean and sober. I was working on a job site with him, and he uh, he like he like jamming that shit, man. So he was clean and sober for like ten years at this point. And he, he's going out with this young girl, you know, his first date and shit. And he goes, yeah, they go see the movie. They go fucking dinner in a movie. They go see Train Spot. And he's like, dude, I came out of there and I was fucking itching for a fucking needle, man. I just fucking Ooh. wanted. He was like, that movie just totally fucking brought everything back. Like, I need to get it, get out there. And, and I've heard the same thing about, like, fucking watching Breaking Bad for fucking meth addicts. Really? Oh, yeah. Fucking watching a couple episodes of that, and they fucking... They're just, like, jonesing for the shit, man. Wow, that sucks. It just triggers all that shit all over again. <clears throat> so it's something to think about. It is. Wow, look at your toy. <laughs> your dog just did the four-wheeling maneuver of the year. Dude. <laughs> She's been pulling that shit lately, dude. We should put your dog on a dirt bike is what we should do. No. <laughs> I think it'd be awesome, bro. She got to ride on the Banshee for about 10 feet the other day. Hmm. How'd that work out? That's the longest she's ever ridden on a motorcycle, period. <laughs> it was cool. She actually sat up. I was only doing like a mile. I was just moving it so I could fucking put it in the truck, right? You know, get it closer to the truck. You rode it up a ramp into the truck? No, just to get it close to it. I didn't bring the ramp. I, oh. load, it, I load it by hand now. By hand, what with a forklift? No, by hand. So it's got a it's got a parking brake. All right, right. So if you push this little button down on the clutch and pull the clutch in, it's actually pulling on the emergency brake, and then it's got a lock. So you lock that, so it locks the rear tires. So then you pick up the front end and you put it on its tail. All right. And then you release the e brake while it's standing straight up, and you push it towards the car till it gets about three feet away, and then you drop the front end in the bed of the truck. And then you pick up the tail end of the fucking thing and you put it in the bed of the truck and there you go. You just loaded up your fucking Banshee, man. And you just pick it up your Banshee by yourself like this. Yeah, I think it only weighs like 200 pounds, 250 maybe. That bike only weighs 250, really? I would think so. I would guess more, but... Plus, I'm not picking up the dead weight of the whole thing at the same time. You know, I'm using leverage and stuff, man. Yeah, one end at a time, no doubt about it. But I guess it is the lighter end because the engine's towards the front. I'm a lot stronger than you, Steve. <laughs> I won't doubt that one, George. You're a bigger, huskier man than me. I won't lie. I prefer to try and do stuff myself before I ask for help. And I've actually fought, I think I fought for like 10 minutes getting my XR on the back of the truck the first time I tried it. <laughs> That's horrible. Not the one I have now, the old one. So that one was 400 pounds, four or something. So it had died and I had to go pick it up. And it was down at uh, Moscone. So I rode the bus home, got my truck. Drove all the way back there. Now it's like 11 o'clock at night. My bike's out there by, you know, I'm about out in that backyard by myself. The back parking, it's like 150, 200 parking spots on 3rd Street there. Yeah. Between Howard and Mission. Or, uh, Howard, Howard, Howard Folsom. Folsom, yeah. And I just figured it out, man. You know, if you grab that front, uh, grab the front shock with the wheel cocked. So if you're on the right side of the bike and you turn, turn the wheel to the left and you grab that shock, just grab it by the, down by the bottom by the wheel. You can pick the bike straight up and just put that wheel right right in the bed of the truck. But the back end first? No, front end. Really? Huh? Jesus, gargantuan. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a minute to figure it out. Do you only do these feats, at, <clears throat> feats of strength when nobody's looking or what? No. Oh. I do them in front of people too, man. 
All right. Yeah. I move, I, I move mountains. I, I I might pay you to see this. <laughs> what, load the bench? <laughs> that, that's a pretty good trick. I do you two know? shows a day, man. It's only five bucks. Because I've done my share of loading motorcycles at motorcycle ramps. And they're usually a foot-wide board. Uh, and sometimes they stuck around and sometimes they slid off. It was kind of an adventure. Especially we're doing with a 500-pound bike that's a classic. It's like, oh, I really don't want to drop this. Or it's low enough clearance that it drags on the frame or whatever, you know. That was always an issue. Yeah. yeah. Dirt bikes are so much easier to load. Lighter yeah, weight. Yeah, the, uh, the, 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 whatchamacallit, the, uh, the chopper was a bit harder. I got the chopper out, but I used to ramp with the chopper, man. But still, it didn't have the clearance to get off the bed of the truck. I had to pick the fucking thing up. I bet you did, shit. Yeah, that's a lot heavier. It's a lot of steel on that fucking thing, man. <laughs> I believe you. That's a bad I had to ask my neighbors to help me push it up the fucking the driveway. <laughs> Serious. Really? Yeah. Damn. I started getting it rolling. You know, I, I didn't go to the point where I was... Have you ever gotten to the point when you're moving something, you just grab the tire and turn the tire instead of fucking pushing the Yeah, vehicle? the tire works very efficiently, actually. It works actually. very efficiently. Yep. And I was, I was going to drop down and start doing that, and my neighbors ran in and gave me a hand. I was like, ah, oh, right on, guys. Oh, awesome. We love that. Yeah. Yeah, pushing bikes sucks. Shout out to Reggie and Rod. Heck yeah. R&R. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for the push. Fucking rock. So I'm talking to, talking to my neighbor, Rod, and he's a... Uh, He's like, yeah, my dad used to have these things, you know. He's fucking, he's talking about the fucking. So he knows about these fucking choppers, man. So I'm fucking. Really? Been pushing him for info. I've been meaning to talk to Paul. I think Paul's thinking about me bringing the bike over to the shop. It's like that's not gonna happen. I'm not bringing that thing out of my garage and loading it up again. Not without putting some brakes and a chain on it or something, you know. Yep. It's got it helps staff control. It's got nothing. Yep. I was working on a certain radiant, and I was about to coast down the hill, and I was like, I should check the brakes. It's like, whoa, there was no brakes. I would have, like, gone down a hill with no, no ability to stop to a T I'm proud of you. You figured that out all by yourself yeah, this yeah, time, right? Because, huh? well, it worked previously, and then something happened. I don't know. We were taking something apart, and I was like, wait a minute. Did we repair that? And we hadn't. <laughs> the front brakes were non-existent, so... Front brake issues. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. pull down the hill. I'm going to put suicide brakes on my chopper. <laughs> Just how I roll. <laughs> I'm going to put a big skull knob on it. They'll <laughs> know it's me coming because I'm screaming. <laughs> yeah. I want to put a left hand shift on it too. What if I can figure that out? Put a shifter on the fucking where the clutch is. Oh. Just mix everything up completely, man. Fuck it. That would be very confusing. You just put, put the, the shifter front, on the right side. That'd the be confusing enough. Put the brakes on your, where the shifter is. And then you ever had the, a bike with a sh- uh, shifter on the right and a brake on the left? Yeah. yeah. I worked on my buddy's Sportster like that, man. I never have. It sounds scary as fuck, though. You know what? It was... I, you figure it out real quick. You get used to it uh, until you get into a panic stop, and then you're like, <laughs> right? And then you're like, and then you slam Grind. it, and then you slam it down one gear, and you start pumping the, <laughs> pumping the brake because <laughs> you're like, you're going exactly opposite, you know? Instead of like downshifting and fucking yeah, letting out the clutch. Nah, you only, you only went down clutch? one gear, and now you're pumping the brake, and you're not stopping the same way. It's a, it's a totally different fucking scene, man. I bet was a clutch on the left. Yeah, it was normal clutch. All right, but the shifter was on there. Wow, that'd be a good trick. It was kind yeah, because like, they didn't standardize that till I think '68 or '69. Somebody I, finally said, well, you know, I think that was kind of for flat tracking too, right? That way you could ch- still kick gears in the turns. Oh, I never thought about that. And then all you got to do is convert the f- 
put put the rear brake over to the right side as well, right? Yeah, that's, how, that's right. That's how Sal had it set up. Oh, is that right? Yeah, gear shift and the and the brake on the right side. Left oh. side because you get your foot out, it's all left turns, man. You're you know you steal 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 shoeing it up, man. Unless you're at the Peoria TT or now the Daytona TT. Mm-hmm. But that's only like once or twice a year, right? Yeah, right. And then you get your other bike for that. You don't have to use the same bike, man. TT's different than fucking flat tracking, right? Uh, yeah. It's like the difference between a road race and fucking... Yeah, well, they threw a right turn into it and a jump. Or like a right-angled turn. Exactly. Well, that in itself. Once there's once it's more than a left turn, if there's a right turn, then you're going to need... You don't it's need. kind of right turnish, is what I'd call it. I wouldn't say it's like a 90-degree turn or even a, maybe a 45-degree right hand. Something like that. With the jump. With the jump. With the jump. Oh, yeah. With the I, jump. I do jumps on my Harley. <laughs> <laughs> Evil Knievel did. So I thought it was good enough for him. It's good enough for me. More inertia. <laughs> <laughs> that dude was crazy, you know? Oh, he, he's yeah. a big showman. But to jump a fucking XR750, he did break some frames, I'm sure, right? They're not made for oh, jumping yeah. 200 feet. <laughs> and I'm sure they didn't put more welds on it to fucking give it more weight, right? Uh, you surely, know, right? Is that door closed? There are more ambulances. That's two ambulances tonight. It must be your dog out killing people. That's why there's ambulances rolling. Dude. It's a, it's a dangerous world out there. If you uh, see a small dog coming out, your name's Lily. Uh, I swear to God, I let her out in the yard yesterday for like 20 seconds. It was dark, right? She comes back in. She's got blood all over her face, and she's just like... <laughs> Didn't happen on She is a killing machine. Yeah. That's how I figure people are going to find me when I when I die. <laughs> I'm going to die in the house, right? And they're not going to find me for like two weeks. So she's going to have uh, to It'll eat. be six months, bro. I she's don't know where gonna, George went. She's going to have to eat. <laughs> she's going to be like 200 pounds. And she start, Big she's, angry dog. She's going to eat the skin off my face and my eyeballs first, right? <laughs> Lips, nose, ears. All the soft skin. Yeah. Easily digested. And then she'll go for the bones in the morrow when she really wants I mean, like, if they the find winter me, weight. If they find me four hours later, they might f- catch her with an eyeball in her mouth. Oh. But she's not going to last more than six hours without eating something. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> just saying. Easy pickets. Yeah. She might not even wait that long. She's like, oh, he's down. I'm going to bite his <laughs> lip and see if he moves. He didn't move. <laughs> hey, maybe that's what happened to your thumb last we're night. Just, you know? Maybe she was tearing you up. Sizing you so, up man. for a while. I'm trying. I've been, I've been going crazy just trying to think. Did I did I wake up in the middle of the night in pain and like go back to sleep? What happened? You know, because you know, if I like swung my arm and like caught the edge of my bed or something, like caught the corner of that frame, hmm. it would wake me up. But I'm a sound. I'm like out, man. So I might have just fucking been like, I'll deal with it in the morning and rolled over and gone back to sleep, kind of thing. You know? Huh. But I well, think, maybe, maybe you're sleep writing like that lady in the thing I was talking about. It just about. progressively got worse as the day went on, which is like, what the fuck, man? So I'm doing more damage to it by, by using it. Pretty much. So what's going on? You should probably be icing it. And why it. did that happen all of a sudden? You should probably be icing it. Yeah. Is it arthritis? They say they said that it looked like, yeah, it looks like osteoporosis arthritis. Or osteoporosis arthritis? Wow, that's tricky. Osteoarthritis, whatever they call it, man. Yeah. It just means bone. Right. Sounds like something they sell pills for. Right. But just like saying. starting my thumb last night, 